Hi everybody, I'm Deacon Dave. I'm Layperson Lisa. Welcome to the Deacon, Deacon Dave, Dave and, and Layperson Lisa, Lisa show. show. You laugh every single time we do this. I'm just a happy, joyful person. You are. It's very easy for you to... Um, to... Speaking of happy, joyful people, okay. let's talk about... Saint... Oh, I just went off the screen. Let's talk about Saint of the Month, Saint Catherine of Siena. Yeah. His feast day is April 29th. April 29th, which is going to be soon. Yeah, and you know, it's um, so she's one, she was one of the first female doctors of the church. So in 1970, both her and St. Teresa of Avila became the first female doctors of the church. Wow. And you know what's so amazing is that St. Catherine of Siena was a layperson. Like you, layperson Lisa. So are you yes. going to be a, a doctor of the church one day? I don't have any writing, so... Well, it's you're only in your 40s, so there's time. Well, she died at, died at 33, so... Like I said, you have hopefully plenty of time. <laughs> okay. You know, I mean, yeah. it could be the last 33 years of your life that are just an explosion of writings. And everything. So tell us about one of the first doctors of the church that was a woman. Yes. So she was... <laughs> of course she was female. <laughs> well, so she was born in Italy... And she was one of 25 children. 25 children? I think she was like 23rd. She was one of the younger ones. Oh my goodness. And she felt a calling to live a holy life at a young age. And she told her parents, and they're like, no, you're going to get married. So when she became... Oh, go ahead. So it's not to say that you cannot live a holy life if you're married. Oh, okay. Religious live a, a call. A holy life. Right, and she wasn't. She did not necessarily feel a call to religious life, but she wanted to dedicate herself to Jesus fully, if that makes any sense. No, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And we too should dedicate ourselves to Jesus. Yes, fully. whether single, married, um, consecrated, religious. And so why is that important, Elisa? I mean, because if if Jesus is not number one in our lives, then it's going to be difficult to be a good spouse. Right. Or whatever the case may be. Right. So everything really starts with him right. and then flows from there. Yes. Sorry, I interrupted your flow. Yeah, no, I lost my place. That's okay. So, uh, let's see. She has her trusty book right here. Uh, so she um, decided against her parents' wishes to remain single. And wow. I guess her parents were well off because they had a housemaid and they were mean to Saint or they were mean to Saint Catherine and had the housemaid give her all the really hard jobs. Wow. Until one day they finally accepted it. But she lived in underneath the stairs at her parents' home. And she was called to live a uh solidarity sol uh, a life where you keep monastic. A monastic life? Okay. Yeah, she was called to live a, a solitude. Solitude, that's the word. I'm Thank here you. to help you, Lisa. Yes, my Lisa. words are not coming today. No. But, um, that's every day, Lisa. True. <laughs> yes, that is correct. <laughs> um, but Jesus had been appearing to her in visions, and he called her to go out into the community and um, spread his love to others. Are you telling me to get out of here? Nope, I'm swatting a Okay. Swatting a snack. So she was even fighting Jesus. She's like, no, no, I want to stay in my solitude. But she finally went out into the world. So I can see how you can relate to this. I know. I was as, thinking, oh, hey, St. Catherine. Yeah, as, as an introvert. <laughs> we can be buddies. You like to stay in the solitude. Yeah. But Deacon Dave is constantly calling you out But I do like to community. be out. Yes, I do like to be in the community, too. I don't know if I could live just in solitude. 
Right, but I think the difference there is is sometimes you or maybe St. Catherine wants to be in community on your own terms. True. Where, where God wants you to yeah, be out in community on his good terms. Good point, yes. And isn't that true of all of us that sometimes we want to live out our faith the way we want to? And God is yeah. calling us to something greater. more, something greater yeah. than, than what we want to do, which I think is a good thing. Yeah, I do too. Because he knows what we can do, even when we think we can't. Oh, there's no doubt about that, and, and the only reason we can do it is because of His of grace, him. Right. exactly. Right. Yeah. It's 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 really it's really interesting because I think we have to be comfortable with not being comfortable. I tell you that all the time. Yeah. And I think whenever we start to be uncomfortable about something that we know we should be doing, that means God is probably pushing us in that direction to help us to expand and to yeah. trust Him more. Yeah. I, I, I'm going with that. I agree. Yeah. Okay. So, what more about Saint Catherine of Siena? So she had convert. Oh, so she. Here, let's went... pause for a minute. Okay. My action. And Saint Catherine was a very uneducated woman. She is thought to be illiterate. So it's pretty amazing that a doctor of the church could have not been able to so, read and write. So, what does it mean to be a doctor of the church? So she had some sort of writing which other people scribed um so what happened was she had um she would go into ecstasies and god would speak to her as god the father and she would tell her scribe what god was saying as god himself so you listen to her audiobook Dialogue. Oh yeah! Oh, it's it, wild. Yeah, yes. it's a, a lot of people find it very confusing and repetitive, and sometimes it just doesn't make sense. But it's God the Father speaking through Saint Catherine. Did you listen to it? I have not listened to it yet. Yeah. So if you if you listen to this audiobook, I've forgotten all about that. I've listened to so many different things. You have to make sure you're straight on who's talking and when they're talking and who it's really coming from, because otherwise it's very confusing. Yeah. But I can see why she's a doctor of the church because. It's it's there's a lot of depth to what she's talking about, and um, I guess I could have prepared better by listening to that interview. Oh, that's a long one, though. That's what it takes to do this show—at least eight to twelve hours every week. So we have to put in the time yes. to make sure we give a quality show. That's right. But um, no, it, it was very deep, so I could see why she is a doctor of the church. Yeah, and so um, God or Jesus um, in both persons of the God Trinity, the Father and, and God Jesus, the Son. Yeah, God the Son would appear to her in different at different times but she also had a time of desolation and she asked god about that once um he started uh speaking to her again like why did you leave me alone for so long and he said i was always there you just didn't feel me i needed to uh purify your love for me and we've wow. heard this before that we have these times of desolation are when we love, we learn to love the giver mm -hmm. instead of wanting all these things or right. feeling all these things. And, and I don't think I said that right, but. Well, and a lot of people, they, they do, I think, feel like God has abandoned them when they are in those periods of desolation. But as we have said, either on this show or somewhere along the way, God is closer to us than we are to ourselves. Yes. So as, as you just said, God never left her. Um, and it's just that understanding that we really don't need anything else except for God. But if you don't feel like God's there, then that's pretty tough. Sometimes, it's, yeah, that's hard. 
Especially Mogul. if you're so used to having these conversations and visions of I, him. I know, and that to me would probably make it even worse. Yeah. You know, it's like, what happened? You cut me off. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's a source of being able to have direct communication. And, but then I guess that leaves your heart longing for him more. You know, and I think it's interesting. Um, I, so it just makes me think, Lisa, everything was going really well, right? She's having all these visions and these conversations with the father and the son. And then they are completely cut off. And yes, yeah, she, she was in desolation, but she didn't, even though maybe she felt abandoned by God, she didn't stop loving God. Right. I think sometimes though what happens is, is when life is going well, right? It's easy. And it's easy. Yeah. But then when something goes wrong, we're like, okay, well, God, where are you? Yeah, why don't, why that's you when your faith can be really tested. Right, yeah, why aren't you showing up to me? Well, God God never left. Right. And I think um, I'm doing a homily this weekend talking about the, the crucifixion and then the resurrection and then how do we experience, um, how do we really experience the death of God's love for us, right? Because we weren't there when he was crucified and, right. and resurrected. And right. like you and I talked about before the show, even the apostles struggled with that. Mm -hmm. So we have another guest call back that how do we know, you know, how do we experience, you know, Jesus's crucifixion and resurrection in our own life, you know, in a way that, that, that helps us in our own faith? Because we weren't there 2,000 years ago. And even the right. apostles. Who were. They even had a hard time believing and knowing right. that the resurrection. Right, they had too. Right, that, the yeah. res that was the resurrected Jesus. So for us, I think it's these experiences, um, these struggles that we have. Um, and, and then we come out of those by the grace of God. That, those are our own little deaths and risings, the Paschal Mystery. Oh, you, so that reminds me. So, okay, um, good, I'm glad God, I God told uh, St. Catherine that um, my grace was always with you. You just can't feel grace. And why could she feel the grace? You can't feel God's grace, apparently. That's what God told St. Catherine. That you can't feel it, period? At that point in time, anyway. Right. So the grace was there, but I wonder if that was because of the way she was living, or what? I don't know. We need we need an epilogue on this one, so uh, I know. So we what's might going need on. to edit that part out. Well, it's okay. Okay. So what else about Saint Catherine of Siena? Oh, so during that time in Europe, the Pope lived in France. Wow. Because it was a long line of. Uh, French bishops that had become Pope. Pope. Okay. So St. Catherine would write these like five, six page letters that were said to be more like homilies mm. rather than letters. And she and she can she wrote a letter to try to persuade the Pope to move back to Rome, which is the proper seat um, of the Pope. And other people tried to uh, do the same, and together they. Uh, caused the Pope to uh, decide to move back to Rome. That's good. Otherwise, our Pope would still be in France. Yes. Thank you, St. Catherine of Siena. Yes. And she also um, would call out bishops who weren't living a holy life. Hmm. So, but she always did it with love, which is very important. Shouldn't we all do that? Yes. I mean, it, it's... The call-out part seems pretty harsh, right? Okay, well, maybe no, that wasn't the right choice. No, but I'm just saying, I mean, we are called to really, if someone who's a friend of ours is not living out life the way they're supposed to or they're doing something that's wrong, mm -hmm. we, you know, with love, with charity, right, mm -hmm. we, we do fraternal correction right. on them. And, and so, but how often do we not do that because we're afraid of their reaction yeah. or that we might lose? I've lost friendship over this before. Yeah. So, I mean, but we can't fear 
in the, in the readings today, the second reading, it says, if you do not live out the truth, then you are a liar. Oh, for Sunday. Yeah, for this coming Sunday's reading, in the, the first John, it says, if you're not going to live out the truth, then you're a liar. I just That's wanted pretty, to say that. That's uh, pretty straightforward. Right, so we're lying to ourselves and, and to our friends. If we're not being honest with them. Right, and speaking yeah. the truth and yeah. how they're living out their life. Right. And it's so difficult to do that sometimes, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, because you don't want to hurt feelings or, like you said, have right. a chance to lose a friend. But as long as we come from the place of love. Exactly. And a lot of times, you know, Lisa, it doesn't have to be even something that they're doing wrong. So, like, for example, you know, within our relationship, I'm constantly pushing you to do more. Right? And it's totally out of charity that I do that because I believe that God is giving you talents and gifts to use. Right? And, and so I keep pushing you right to do more out of charity and then you say what okay thanks i needed to hear that but <laughs> i didn't really have an answer for that <laughs> but i mean but i mean oftentimes what gets in the way of that fear right fear yeah and, and so it, it's easy for us to allow fear yeah but you can take someone who's i mean why why should we fear saint catherine of siena who is illiterate right had conversations with God the Father and yeah. the Son, had all of these writings that someone, you know, that she spoke to someone, right. called out the bishop and got yeah. the Pope to move back to Rome. What yeah. do we, so what do we need to fear about, Lisa? Right, nothing. Huh? We can be empowered by God yeah. to do anything. Right. I thought I kind of summed all that up. Yeah. yeah. That. I'll cut that part out because it wasn't very humble, but anyway. Anything else on St. Catherine? You have been carrying the show today, that's, thank God. Um, that's about all I have. Do you have any um, recollection of anything that stood out while you were listening to the audiobook? Other than it was very deep, no. Okay. It was extremely deep and Did hard to Did you have to, to really follow. concentrate on what was being said? I think when I first started listening to it, I wasn't clear. Who was speaking. Yeah, on, uh, on, on, on the dialogue and how it worked. Okay. Um, but it was... there. There was always concepts that were reinforced within um, her conversations with God, um, which are probably the same ones that God reinforces with us because we don't listen. Mm. You wonder why we, we, we're able to go to church every Sunday and as Catholics every day. It's because we need it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we need the Eucharist. We need God's Word. And um, I think something, just to be honest with you, Lisa, is I'm always honest with you, but when we go to church, it's really important that we are actively engaged, okay? And, and it gets back to that thing I wanted to, I was talking to you about in my homily. Why, why are you here? I want to look at everybody at church and go, why are you here? And it would be interesting to get everybody's answer. It would probably be everything from my wife makes me come because I'm supposed to. Routine. Routine. You know, all of these things. But really, we are called to encounter the risen Christ. Um at every single mass, yep. and to celebrate, you know, his sacrifice. So, I mean, we get the whole Paschal mystery. We get the his death and resurrection every time we go to mass. It's really quite moving. Mm -hmm. Any other thoughts on Saint Catherine of Siena? No, I do not. All right. And as you can see, her it's gonna be like, you know, like in the at the end of the Gospel of John, where they talk about how, um, and there were so many stories that 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 were not included you know mm. that there would not be it's enough. like why not john just write some more down right there's not enough yeah not enough books to contain all that jesus did in three years <laughs> and as you can see the, the number of people that love late person lisa will continue to grow Aww. as a result of this episode <laughs> i'm deacon dave I'm like, see you next time Bye.